question for you straight off the bat let me ask you have you ever been alone too much have you ever prayed for that human touch have you ever prayed that Duran Duran and Iron Maiden got together and made sweet beautiful love and made a sweet beautiful metal synth baby then prog rock Australian band Voyager are for you. That's right, the Australian band that, let's say it, let's cut to the chase, the single-handedly saved semi-final two at Eurovision 2023 from being an absolute snorefest. They brought it home. They brought the semi-final to win Australian band Voyager. Wow. We're very lucky here at the Deuce Poire podcast. We were actually able to capture one of the band members like a little Pokemon on our phone, Alex Canyon, bass guitarist. You may know him from Voyager. Uh, here's this one. Mm, does that bring you back to Eurovision 2023? It's like he's in the room. Get ready as we have a chat to, I'm just going to say it, one of the nicest, I know it's such a cliche, everyone says this, but oh my God, you're going to listen to this chat and be like, he's just the sweetest little cupcake in the world. And isn't that always the way with the roughy, toughy metal guys? So please strap yourself in. Unfortunately, the phone audio quality at some times isn't best, but I do believe the content is 100% worth this. We also have a transcript of the interview, but please sit back and prepare to get that human touch with Mr. Alex Canyon. Well, can I say, first of all, welcome to the Deuce Poir podcast. Just wanna thank you very much. And you know, like I feel um I feel honored to be here and I feel actually worthy given that we got two sets of Du Duquois or Duquois um in Eurovision itself. I feel like I, I meet the criteria, surely. Oh, no. I, the first thing I want to say is I think all of Australia would like to get down, and not just Australia, I think all of Europe wants to get down on bended knee. And we want to thank Voyager for personally saving semi-final two at Eurovision. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Can I say it was one of the driest semifinals we have had in a while. You know, we like to sit down and, you know, we play our shot games as every good Australian is doing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, 
Um, and we found that like we were like having to add in reasons to do shots because it was a bit hard going. And then Voyager <laughs> arrives and you dropped the party. Amazing. Did, how many shots did you have during Promise? Uh, you know what? You know it was a, you know it was successful because we lost count. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I lost consciousness. <laughs> Although that being said, we actually we only have one complaint. You know, there's always got to be someone who has one complaint. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. What happened? Where were the pyrotechnics? Oh, in this, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So that was. We ha- we had to save that for the back pocket because we needed something for the grand final if we were to go through. So we were we were hoping we were hoping that we'd get through so we could show off the, the pyros. But, um, I like the the big the fire and stuff like that. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. Do you know how expensive that stuff is? Well, yeah. are, are, you, <laughs> are you saying you guys have to pay for it out of your pocket? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. So it's it's all very expensive. Um, I mean. The, the thing is, there, there are really interesting considerations to take into account, right, when, mm-hmm. we're, doing, when we're doing something like Eurovision. Because I, I would think as well, like, my, my natural inclination would be to throw everything um, except the kitchen sink at it, right? Yeah. Um, but because it's being, it's being televised and we're actually playing to the, the, uh, the TV audiences, Mm. Um, and you get you get such little amount of time to um, to craft the edit and the way it looks on TV. Um, yeah, we basically it's kind of like if you do more things than are necessary, it actually takes away from the performance itself. The, so question, kind of, the only question I have though it's it's Eurovision. Can you ever really have too much at Eurovision? Well, you know what? We were actually told you could. Yeah, 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 we, yeah, yeah. We, so you know, we have to defer to, to, to the experts and some of the like, you know, even even our outfits and stuff. Like, thankfully they 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 worked, but you know, there was definitely a concern where it's like, okay, we've got a we've got a moving backdrop, we've got a car. Mm-hmm. Um, are these like are these outfits going to blend in with the the color of the LEDs on the floor? And then you need to consider the the lights going on as well. Oh, and the camera shots. What's gonna, actually going to be seen? Is Ab- absolutely. Yes, so many performers have the problem of, you know, they're wearing black outfits against a black screen. It's terrible. If anything, I think you guys could have gone a step further and had, you know, light up LED pants. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> well, you know, it's not, still not too late. We can, uh, we can see. If you know where to find them, can you send me the link? Is there like a wish link you can send me? Absolutely. And you know what? If Australia, if I have to start a Kickstarter to personally fund LED light-up pants for Voyager's next attempt at Eurovision, I am 100% there. Okay. Well, deal. (laughs) If you you can make it happen, I'll wear them. As long as, you know, the battery acid doesn't leak on the inside of my legs or something like that when I'm trying to perform. Oh, come on. This is for your country. Surely you're going to take one for your country. All right, yeah, okay, fair, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, so this is, this is the other question. Now that you've had, you know, that little, that little, that little taste of the Eurovision stage. <laughs> I just visualised you just kind of like a, a, a mouse with cheese. Just kind of going, <laughs> is that what you did? A hundred percent. Okay, nice. 
<laughs> Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> no, the question is, do you have the taste for it? Is there a chance that we can get Voyager back for Australia? You better represent Australia with that at Eurovision again, Dave. Yeah, I don't. You know what? There's, I, like, I would. Yeah, for sure. But I don't think we should. Um, oh. Yeah, so I think, I think it's such an amazing and kind of life-changing experience, I kind of feel that it would be unfair to take that away from someone else. Let, let someone else have their their, their go, you know? Uh, we, we shouldn't... You, you, sometimes you can have too much of a good thing, and I feel like it, it was... Everything was just so perfect for us this year. Mm. It, it couldn't have gone any better. And Well, you could have won. That could have been better. Even, you know, I don't even know. Like, we're, we're, ninth is amazing. Like... To be even in, like, we went in there with the mindset of, we've, all, we've already won. Like, mm-hmm. we've, as a band, we've been doing this for so long. This is such an incredible exposure experience for us that it's it's all great and whatever else happens. And then, it, you know, all the, the other things just started to fall into place. And, and um, I don't know. I don't know if, you, if we could, uh, what's it called, chucking a Lorraine? I don't know if we could chuck a Lorraine. Um, and, and do it a second time. I, it, just, it doesn't feel fair, and, and it might—I don't know—it might take away from the beauty of this one, one perfect, one perfect life. moment. This was your M M&M and M one shot, you think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and you know, I think we didn't. We, I don't think we missed our chance to to um, to go. Is that what the line is? Well, see, that was going to be my other question. Of course, uh, before 2023, you uh, attempted with Australia Decides in 2022. Let's just say Australia wanted you to go, but because of the damn juries, you were denied. There had to be a moment of sweet, I guess. Did you have a little bit of a, ha-ha, take that, when Europe responded to you so well? Um. Yeah, I mean, actually, like in hindsight, I feel relief that we came second because we wouldn't have been able to put on the campaign that we did, uh, you know, off like reacting to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were we were everything lined up perfectly for Voyager. You know, we 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 used like Eurovision as the perfect kind of like album campaign. Yeah, and that's that's exactly what you kind of need to think of it like as well when you take the emotion out of out of like. I need to be first, you know, it needs to be first. It's mm-hmm. like, let, let's enjoy everything that Eurovision has to offer. There's so much beauty to it and, you know, to, to kind of maybe mar it with just intense competition and anxiety would have would have been a real shame. Oh, um, I, I like it. That feels like that's such an Aussie approach to Eurovision as well. I think it is, to be fair. Yeah, I, I think we're kind of just so, we're happy to be involved. We, you know, we know that there's a chance that maybe we shouldn't be or we, we might not be. Um, so we're just kind of enjoying every, enjoying participating. Mm. But, you know, I, I feel like Australia has shown that we can hang with the best of them. You know, um, oh, absolutely. Well, I was going to say that was the that was the other bit of pressure, I think, going into this because uh, you guys were actually the last year that we're formally 
you know, the invitation um, it ends with this year, with this performance. So I know that there were a lot of Eurovision Australian fans who were kind of worried going, oh, is this going to be enough? Are we going to get our, like, contract renewed? Will we be coming back? Hands down, you guys were the absolute correct choice to make. I think there's no way Europe can't invite us back. Oh, thank you, Elizabeth. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, I feel, it's kind of like we needed to convince a few people, but once once we kind of did that that Madrid pre-party, I mean, even even people there, like I, I felt that we weren't really taken too seriously because we're just we're just you know friendly Aussies. We just love chatting yeah. with people, and we're kind of like, oh, they're a metal band, you know, whatever. We come off the stage in Madrid, and, and then everyone's kind of attitude shifted a little bit. You know, they're like, "Oh shit, they're they're in designer clothes, <laughs> stage moves. They're like, yeah, they're slaying the stage." Absolutely. Yeah. Now, the other thing is, did you get onto? Have you been onto YouTube to check out your live performances? Check out all the comments below, the feedback from your performance. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I do enjoy reading them. Yeah, yeah, because I, I don't like it. Doesn't bother me. Uh, like the comp, like even, even if there were negative ones, which there are like one percent of, ne- uh, and like negative or a bit bitchy, mm. it's I, I really like enjoy reading them. I guess <laughs> as like a constructive criticism. Um, but the the overwhelming love and support is just been so just just heartwarming. That that's actually the that's almost the takeaway of Eurovision for me. It's that we were we were backed. I felt fully backed by the by our country. And that's so special. Oh, absolutely. Can I say, I actually, I, now this is going to strange, and let me get this whole sentence out before you react. Watching you guys at Eurovision, when you came out that first time, I actually got a bit of a tingle of nationalistic pride, which I haven't had since we first sent Guy Sebastian. I'm I'm not into I'm not into soccer, I'm not into like sports, so I don't normally go, yes, I'm Australian. This is brilliant. I actually had one of those moments where I'm like, yes, this is us. That's really sweet. That's that that, that warms my heart, Elizabeth. Yeah. Um and I, I you're not actually the first person I've heard say that, which just freaks me out. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm exactly the same. Like, uh, my I'm kind of like first generation Australian. Um, my parents both immigrated here when they were young, mm-hmm. and I'm not really a sports fan. You know, yeah. I don't barrack for any team. I've never really cared. I've just been so into music. Yeah, and and then to, to like go from just doing what we've always done to then. Representing our country, doing what we've also we've also uh, always done, it was I don't know. It, it's almost like the pressure is so insane that it, it it's discounted because of its enormity. Yeah. So having people say that they saw us and felt like national pride for the first time is just man, it's just awe inspiring to me. Because yeah, I, I seldom feel that myself, but you know, I I felt. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm I'm proud that we're representing our beautiful country of Australia. There's just no one else like it. Yeah, I, I think we're, we're not we're not a country that's sort of you know normally you know that way sort of inclined, and it was kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm feeling something. I'm feeling a, a warm tingle in my heart. I'm not. <laughs> what is this? It's making me feel things. Yeah, I know. I'm not repressing. <laughs> repress it. Repress it. Repress. Repress. <laughs> 
Now, the other thing that we have, so, so obviously you finished your revision, you just, you went on a completely sold out, amazing tour of Australia. Thank you for that. I actually came and saw you guys in Adelaide. It was fantastic. That was a good show. Yeah. Thanks for coming. <laughs> no, thanks for playing uh, playing for us. My, my favourite bit was where you tried to um, get the Adelaide crowd to liven up and... I love it because we're from Adelaide and that's just kind of not what we do generally. <laughs> you've got to remember, we are uh, we are the serial killer capital of Australia. So it's kind of like at every moment we've got to be, you know, prepared in case one strikes. We've got to keep our guard up. But Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's, a, that's a, a normal healthy consideration. Um yeah, <laughs> I appreciate the effort. Now, the other thing we've got to talk about. Now, you guys, you're not resting on your laurels. Again, it's, oh, I mean, Voyager, I mean, you have been going for about 24 years the band has been going. But it kind of feels like, and you've been, what, there, 15 years? Yeah, I joined in 20, sorry, 2007. Yeah, at the end of 2007. Oh, um, okay, yeah. So, so Simone, Simone is the second longest tenured member of the band um, after Danny. So she joined in 05. Mm-hmm. I joined in 07, and then I think Scott joined in 2010 or 11. Yeah. And then Ash in 2012. Well, I... Um, I think you have the perfect mix right now. I've got to say, like, two of my favorite bands are Duran Duran and Iron Maiden, and it's really hard to find two loves coming together. And I think I found that with Voyager. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Now, what we will say is because we we do have a lot of fra- uh, a lot of our fan base are in Europe, and we just want to let them know you were doing a proper old school rock and roll tour across Europe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty normal in our world to just yeah, just, uh, just a, a shitload of shows back to back in Europe. But um, no, but yeah, I mean, any, anything seems old school when you're not it's not being broadcast to all of Europe. Time, I guess. Yeah, when you're not doing like a yeah, like a like a Taylor Swift, but this is proper old school. Like you were going from October one to October twenty five, and you're pretty much almost playing every night, and a lot of the times in different countries. Yeah, yeah, it's wild, isn't it? As an Australian, it's kind of hard to process. I, yeah, I. <laughs> <laughs> we'll finish one show and then we're on the bus. Yeah. And then chill out for a bit, go to sleep, and then wake up at the venue in another country. It, yeah, it's crazy. It's absolutely, and I, I absolutely, like, take my hat off to it. So it's amazing. So anyone out there, you're going everywhere, Germany, Poland, Czech Republic, Belgium, Netherlands, then back to the UK, let them live it all again, and you're even going to Glasgow. Don't get in a fight. Those people from Glasgow will mess you up. I know, I know. Well, you know, this will be nice because we've played Glasgow twice before at a, uh, a tiny little bar underneath the, uh, the I think, the, the Glasgow train station. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we go for a haggis supper a bit beforehand. Oh, well. no. You know, so, Simone, Simone was born in, um, in Falkirk, which is not far from, from Glasgow, so she keeps us safe. She'll she give anyone a Glasgow kiss. <laughs> That's what you need. That's what you need in every in every band, mate. Someone to also be security. Yeah, yeah, violence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
that is fantastic. I and Lali, we don't want to keep you. We want to keep you too long. But let me just ask you, what's your favorite song on the new album? Oh my goodness. Um, I think maybe Gren, the final song. Ooh, Gren, fearless in love. It just, it. Uh, I'm really interested to see what the Eurovision contingent will think of this album because it's. It's quintessentially Voyager. I, mean, mm-hmm. I feel like when we played these live shows, we really, um, we really felt the Eurovision presence, which was so lovely. And mm-hmm. you know, they've really embraced our sound. And but part of me thinks that, like, I'm glad that we haven't abandoned who we are as a band. You know, we're like, yeah, we could, absolutely. I feel like we owe it to ourselves and and everyone to just be to be genuine. So. This this album was kind of written before our major Eurovision journey, so what you're hearing is essentially us distilled. So you'll um, the album will have both Promise and Dreamer on it, which is really special. Um, but the rest of the songs will be heavy and and very catchy. But I think more than that, just powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't like be heaviness or metal. You know, be that as it may. That just means that it's it's got power behind it. And that's what I really hope people will feel when they listen to the other tracks that they haven't heard from themselves. It's just emotion, power, and uplifting melancholy, as Danny likes to say. Oh, I like that. I like that. That's very good. And that's from what I saw from your live show as well. It's really, it was that beautiful blend that is Eurovision, like looking around at the audience. There was this beautiful mixture of, you know, uh, obvious, you know, new fans who have come from Eurovision. And then you've got like older, uh, you've got like metal heads who've been with you from before. And then there was someone with a homemade paper mache guitar. So it was a beautiful mixture. It's so amazing. And, you know, like, I just, I guess to, to everyone listening, like, who's a Eurovision fan that's, that's kind of supported us, I'd just like to say thank you. Um, I mean, the Eurovision community is not one that I ever anticipated that I would be tied to for the rest mm-hmm. of my life, but I'm so glad that I am. And I'm so glad that Voyager the band has had this experience because it's really just kind of opened up a new world to us that I, I kind of, I guess I kind of assumed that only really heavy music fans would be able to give because I've always known them to be so into music. Yeah. Minutia of it. But Eurovision is like that. Uh, Again, it's just a, it's just a different shade. And yeah, just, I'm, I'm so privileged and honored to, to have this new kind of Eurovision family and this new kind of, I don't know, like a, a, like a, a new lease on musical life, Uh, something else to, to consider and, and have attached to the legacy of the band. So it's, I don't know, it's just so special. Oh, man. Well, you know what? From Eurovision to you, we're so happy that we could bring this to you. And you know what? I, I'm i going to let it rest for now, but I I want that worm to start tingling in the back of your ear because I'm always going to have that dream that Voyager's Voyage is going to lead you back to that Eurovision stage. <laughs> I would love, you know what, I would love for it to lead us back there as a, like a guest, like a special opening guest in one of the, I don't know, one of the halftime shows or whatever, whatever the interlude fits. Um, but I, you know, part of me also really, I hope that we can kind of cash in our um, movie in 2023 meal ticket kind of year after year, you know, go to all the year parties around Australia when the time of year comes and, you know, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Part of it. 
once your once your ticket is stamped on that train, you will never be able to get off it, even if you try. Okay, all right. It's a warning for later down the track, and I'm like, oh, no more Eurovision stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you you say that now, but yeah, five years from now, there'll still be people just like walking past you, just like take Voyager back to Eurovision. <laughs> I'll take it. If anyone, this is how they don't get with like some of the other artists, they just, I don't know, they're, they were closed off to interviews and closed off to people talking to them about it. Like, mm. man, if, if you spent the amount of time that we have, like literally hitting the road around the world trying to get people to be interested in your band. Yeah. Like this is just such a blessing to have people that want to see you perform and do what you do best. That's, that's a privilege that not many people get. So. You always take that and um, and take it with a smile. Ah, oh, oh, we love it. You're so Australian. We love it. <laughs> We're gonna put um, all the we'll put all the links up so people can um, check out the album, check out all of Voyager's stuff. You've even got your own um, uh, uh, single stuff as, as well. Um, uh, Birthmark and Sorita. We'll put a link into that as well. So oh yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It, it was a little more smashing pumpkins and nine inch nails than I was expected. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Um, yeah, you can you can kind of find on my website. Um, it's alexperman.com. I've got a discography link, and you can kind of see everything that I've been a part of. It's normally quite dark, you know. Like I listen to a lot of dark music, um, but it's. I think it's still very listenable. Um, oh, absolutely. But, uh, and as yeah. actually, as I found out from your website, it's it's dark, it's smashing pumpkins with an with a few ads for chicken palmies in between. I know, right? What is my career? <laughs> I'm just I, I just hustling constantly. Yeah, chicken tree ads, voiceovers, um, <laughs> dep- depressive adult oriented rock. Um, yeah, what else? <laughs> and Eurovision. And Eurovision. And oh, you, hey, you call it hustling. Like other people call it living the dream. And living the dream. Let, let's, let's go with that. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you so much for, for spending this time with us. And thank you. You've made Australia proud. Oh, I appreciate it, Elizabeth. Thank you so much. Thanks right. for everyone listening. Thank you. Thanks for the interview. Bye. Have fun. See you. Bye. See, I wasn't kidding. Just how lovely was he? I have a feeling in the end, you can only get one member of Voyager on the phone at the time because if you talk to all of them, you might explode from the loveliness. Anyway, check our site. We're going to put some links up with some dates uh, to their European tour. So they're now headed over overseas. Everyone in Europe, come check them out. They're going everywhere from Germany to the UK, Scotland. Check them out we'll also put some links up their new album is available right now fearless in love get a little aussie goodness in your life